A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, share your bread with the hungry, shelter the oppressed and the homeless, clothe the naked when you see them, and do not turn your back on your own. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your wound shall quickly be healed. Your vindication shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, Here I am. If you remove from your midst oppression, false accusation, and malicious speech, if you bestow your bread on the hungry and satisfy the afflicted, then light shall rise for you in the darkness, and the gloom shall become for you like midday. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, proclaiming the mystery of God, I did not come with some limited of words or of wisdom. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness and fear and much trembling. And my message and my proclamation were not with persuasive words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of spirit and power so that your faith might rest not on human wisdom, but on the power of God. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, you are the salt of the earth, but the salt loses its taste. What can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so, your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Oftentimes I thought that scripture is so plain and direct that there's no need to preach about it, to offer any commentary at all, to reflect on the scripture itself gives the message. Sort of felt well, I've always felt like St. Paul in the second reading today. When I came to you proclaiming the mystery of God, I did not come with sublimity of words or wisdom, for I came in weakness and fear and much trembling. For my message to you is reflected directly on Jesus Christ and him crucified so that your faith might rest on him alone and not on any human words or human wisdom, but on the power of God, as the, as the scripture said today, on the power of God and the word of God. In the first reading today, we heard some very strong words. Again, I don't think they need any commentary at all. For the authority comes from the Lord. The prophet Isaiah says, thus says the Lord. 
So if you need any, uh, you should have no question about the authority and how important this is, that is how important these words are. And Isaiah presents these conditional statements, which are oftentimes present in scripture. These conditional statements that state a hypothesis, if the beginning of the clause, and then the conclusion of the clause, the then. And so the Lord God said through the prophet Isaiah, if you share your bread with the hungry, if you shelter the oppressed and the homeless, if you clothe the naked when you see them, if you do not turn your back on your own, if you remove from your midst oppression, false accusation, and malicious speech, if you bestow your bread on the hungry, if you satisfy the afflicted, then, then your light shall break forth like the dawn and your wound shall quickly be healed. Then light shall rise for you in the darkness and the gloom shall become for you like midday. Then your light shall break forth. And what is that light that breaks forth from us, from followers of the Lord Jesus, of his disciples, of those who follow the one true God? That light, of course, is the divine light of God, reflecting reflected in our lives, that by our words, by our actions, by our deeds, we reflect that divine light, that light of love, that light of mercy, that light of forgiveness. And that light that we reflect, that shines forth from us, shall be like the dawn. When the sun shines or the new day, and we are the source, not the source, but a reflection of that light, which is source from the Lord God. And then the second part of that conclusion, not only will your light shine forth, but your wound shall be quickly healed. And what is that wound? Well, that wound is the wound of sin, that pain, that destruction that we that we know that happens through sin. The, the psalmist, Psalm 51 says, my sin is always before me. And so it is because we know that we failed in living our lives of discipleship. We know that we could do better and we ought to have done better after we have sinned. And so that sin is always before us, but that sin, that wound shall quickly be healed if we live that life of discipleship. then we can call upon the Lord and we will be heard and he will answer us and will say to us, here I am for you. This passage from Isaiah mentioned another light, that light that shall rise for you in the darkness. And what is that light? That light is not our light. That is the divine light. That is the light of God. I love the Easter vigil. Consider for a moment the Easter Vigil at the, very, at the very beginning. The church is darkened and we process in with the Easter candle. 
and all your little candles are lighted from that Easter candle. And by the time I come to the front and reach the sanctuary, the whole church is alight. Of course, the symbolism of that is Christ coming into our lives, represented by the Easter candle, enlightening us. And so Isaiah has this image here, that light shall arise and bring you out of darkness. And the gloom shall become for you like midday. I don't see how I could say anything more than what the prophet says, than what the Lord says through the prophet to his disciples, to those who want to know the Lord God, to those who want to live and follow his way. In the gospel account, the Lord follows this this thought by saying, you are the salt of the earth. And we all know that we use salt for, for seasoning, and if it loses its taste, what is it good for? Good for nothing. So you are the salt of the earth, and you need to, we need to live this life of discipleship, referring to Isaiah and how we ought to live and how our lives ought to reflect that love and mercy and forgiveness of the Lord God and how we interact with not only each other, those of our families, of our community, but of the whole world. Because you are the salt of the earth, you are also the light of the world. Elsewhere in scripture, the Lord Jesus says, I am the light of the world. But here he says, you are the light of the world. Not only speaking to his disciples at that point, but he's speaking to us as well, his, his current disciples. You are the light of the world. Your light is meant to be seen. Your lives, your words, your actions are meant to be noticed by others who do not know the Lord Jesus, who do not know the one true God. Because if our light then shines forth, then they may recognize who we are in our Christian life. And then they may glorify our Heavenly Father. Salt of the earth, light of the world. The Lord identifies letting our light shine. Letting our light shine with the doing of good works that others can see. And St. Paul reminds us that such good works are ultimately the expression of the Holy Spirit in our lives. They are a demonstration of the power of the Spirit.